0: There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the Personal Price Plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Oh, here's
0: Gascoigne. Gascoigne, they can finish it here! Paul yeah. Gascoigne! 2-0! Lampard! Brilliant! It was in now.
2: No. That surely crossed the line! Oh, oh. It's, it's so far in! Thanks very much, Seth Latte.
0: clean sheet, I call it, is uh, one of the most important things in, in football. Nice to see the home fans bring here. Could it be five? Yes it is
1: Paul Bowden to take it.
2: Oh and he's hit the crossbar. Gerard is Carroll. What a goal by the England striker! That's
0: why he was brought in and he's done the job. Saved! John Piper! England on the brink! Now you know him better than anybody, probably. Do you back into score quickly? Yes or no?
2: Yes. Oh, oh. he hasn't. No. Wait, <laughs> 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 hey, Hello and welcome to Quickly Kevin, Will He Score? England 3, Wales 0, here in my kitchen, I'm Chris Skull Joining me as always, Josh Widdicombe. Hello. And thank you to Rob Grace for sending me in some intros and outros, because you're right, I have been too lazy. Um, peace be with you, Jordan AU. it's Michael Marden.
0: That's not good enough, hello. <laughs>
2: All right, what about this? Peace be with you, Andre AU. <laughs>
0: Marginally better because of the alliteration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, well, should we, we've had so much good correspondence
1: because there's, as always, been talking points in abundance when we're on. So, um, shall we get on with that. And then we're going to try and hit a bit more correspondence next episode because we won't be straight off the back of a seismic match.
2: I'm Jim Rosenthal, and this is the electronic post bag.
0: You've got mail.
1: Okay, but we do need to... Um, Cover this, the U.S. kickoff times, U.S. 94 kickoff times. Right. That we covered in the last episode. We were wrong. Actually, there is four different time zones in the United States of America. And there's a three-hour difference between New Jersey and California. So the games kicked off three and a half hours apart, the semifinals.
2: We hold our hands up.
1: But I would still argue you shouldn't have the semifinals on the same day.
0: Yeah.
2: Th- yeah.
1: The Italian 90 semifinals were on different days. So why has USA 94 <laughs> reverted to the semifinals on the same day?
2: That's silly. Don't waste all the good. Like You you want to spread it out.
1: So this is Stu, who's in Texas, who's written in with this, by the way. Thank you to him. The two semifinals are obviously exciting because it goes from one to the other. Yeah. I was listening to something, another podcast, which we won't name. And I think Jonathan Wilson said that the best day of football ever was... The two FA Cup semi-finals in 1990 when Liverpool lost 4-3 to Crystal Palace. And Man you drew 3-3 with Oldham, possibly. Right. Mm. So there is an advantage to two semis on the same day.
2: I wouldn't be against it. I think you want a slower tournament. When it gets to the quarters, one game per day. Let's stretch this thing out as far as reasonable, you know. Stretch the football out. I'm already sad, like today, like this morning, 10am, I was just like, oh man, I can't believe I've got to wait till two. I know. I know it even feels a bit of a waste. I know because of one team throwing the game, you have to play both of the last group games at the same time. No, but that can, but it be, is a frustration. That can be
1: the best bit, the two group games at the same time. We yeah. haven't had it yet. The but remember the French, German, Hungary yeah. and Portugal group from last yeah, yeah, Euros. That was like, there's no drama like it. But today there was. Um, (laughs) Sons of footballers, uh, as we say goodbye to Wales, we also say goodbye to Ethan Ampadu, the son of Kwame Ampadu, who played for Arsenal Swansea Leighton Orient, and Exeter City. Ah. Nice. Thank you to that, Daniel Jones for that, no? Uh, it,
2: I mean, obviously it's, it counts, but it's... It's also great to get a second-generation defender, as we know, attending <laughs> towards... I think Ethan
1: Ampadu's a midfielder, isn't he?
2: Uh, I don't know. My I'm football done. manager, I think he's defensively. Does that
1: also back up my... Because I had Koami Ampadu on Championship manager, that's why I'm aware of him. But does Ethan Ampadu's more withdrawn role back up my theory that You get pushed further forward if the coach wants to impress your dad. Because Kiwami Ampadu doesn't have the (laughs) reputation (laughs) to mean Ethan that was made into a striker.
2: Yeah, it's a theory.
1: Because also, Ethan Ampadu, I seem to remember, came through at Chelsea. Kiwami Ampadu's got no sway. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I watched the game, when I watched the game earlier in the season with um, AC Milan, and Paolo Maldini's son plays for AC Milan. Third gen. Third gen uh, Maldini but he came on briefly towards the end and he was comfortably the worst player on the pitch. <laughs> and I wondered how much of it was sort of the legacy of Paolo because I think he's sporting director there now.
2: The Maldini DNA must be so watered down at this point.
0: Like, well, what you- watching him play, I'd be getting a paternity test.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Do keep them coming in. We won't have Paolo Maldini's son. Do you want one more thing that's important because Wales have just gone out? This is from Cole Baldwin. Hi boys, listening to the latest World Cup pod and to you chat about the two Nico Williamses playing for different teams at Qatar, you failed to mention that the Nico Williams playing for Spain has a brother playing at this World Cup, but not playing for Spain or Wales.
2: Wow, who?
1: Nico Williams of Spain is the younger brother of Inaki Williams, who plays for Ghana, having been born to Ghanaian parents who had moved to Spain before the brothers were born. Both of them now play for Athletic Bilbao in Spain, but Inaki chose to represent his parents' homeland, having represented Spain at all youth and age group levels. They're also not the first set of footballing brothers to play for two different countries. I haven't read on, but I can tell you one. Go on. Granite Xhaka's brother plays for a different country, doesn't he? Does he? he oh, he's not the Eastern
0: European. Yeah. I remember the controversy around that.
1: Oh, they actually haven't got this one. Oh, I didn't know these two were brothers. No.
0: Jerome and Kevin Prince Boateng.
2: Wow. No, I don't think I didn't. Who played for
1: Germany and Ghana. Yeah. Uh. George Boateng as well. Are we throwing him in? Yeah. (laughs) Why (laughs) not? (laughs) Prince. No word yet on who Nico Williams' younger brother, Keelan Williams, who is currently a Burnley, will choose to represent at future World Cups. Brilliant email. Cheers. Carl Baldwin
2: from Paul. Fantastic. That was a good one. That's incredible, isn't it? What do the parents do at this World Cup? Do you mean? Yeah. Because that's tough, isn't it? But they probably wouldn't have an allegiance
1: to Spain. Do you think you fall out with your sibling over that? I don't know. They both play for athletic will bow.
0: Yeah, and if you're the parents, like, what do you want for your child? Do you want them to play for the best possible nation? Or is there a sense of heritage where you're like, no, I want you to play for, well, it's my country of birth. It's not even your country of birth. Yeah. I think
2: the parents got to decide
0: there, haven't they? Well, the other thing is the... I'm going to represent
1: the smaller country because I don't think I'll represent the bigger country. Yeah. I read an article. I mean, I hope you haven't come in here for informed opinion. (laughs) An article where Lothar Matthäus was saying a German player is the new Messi. Right. I I wasn't overly annoyed about that. I was like, fine. Then it turned out this guy had represented England. Yes. And was born in England and was basically English. If he becomes the new Messi,
2: <laughs> how badly is the country going to take that? You know, like, like we talked about Erling Haaland was born in England. Does, has there been many cases of it happening the other way around? Players who weren't born in England who represent us who have been brilliant. Well, Tony DiRigo. Obviously Cricket. Yeah.
1: Do you think the people of Australia are livid about Tony Deak? I think they probably are. <laughs> actually, yeah, probably. I, 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 I are. just
2: feel like we're not getting the wrong e- we're getting the wrong end hey. of the deal here. No, I don't. What? We're getting more more great players who are born in England don't play for England than Owen players Reeves. who live. Was he was he not born in England? He's the one outlier, isn't he? Yeah, is he born Owen in Canada.
0: Holger? But uh-huh. even even then, Greg I mean <laughs> <there was laughs> No,
1: but the, the England cricket team is full of them. Yeah, it's like so. It's Kevin Peterson, Joffrey yeah. Archer, all the way back to like Alan Lamb, Graham Hick. Right? Would you swap? Um, would you take Erling Haaland now? Uh, yes. If he's, <laughs> but, but if the rule was strong and throughout it, he
0: was going, "I don't want to play for England." A hundred percent, because yeah. I think he's a machine. I think he would score goals. I would swap Erling Haaland for any player. <laughs> in the English team I'd swap him for any two players would
2: you English swap team. Erling Haaland for the legacy of Tony De <laughs> <laughs> is there more please do email in
0: players who've played
1: for England on a bit of a kind of well Jack Grealish obviously and Declan Rice Declan Rice born in England though I believe yes but it was a big decision wasn't it yeah he played I know he played Jack under Jack Grealish 20. is I know he's from Birmingham but These two players represented Ireland at youth level. So we'll have them as potentials. Please do email in. We'd love a full team, to collect a full team of England players that possibly shouldn't have played for England. We don't want, like, Tony Daly and Jeff Thomas. I mean, like, (laughs) 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 Martin Keogh. But
2: is there a full team of players who have gone on to be amazing who were born in England but didn't represent England? Well... Both ways. Both both ways. I don't understand what we're talking
1: about anymore, but do (laughs) this is how to get in touch.
2: Get in touch with the show. Email hello at quicklykevin.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at quicklykevin and sign up to the mailing list at quicklykevin.com.
1: Okay. It was England v Wales. We watched the big game together, or at least once we'd arrived late. This is how we witnessed England 3, Wales nil. Right, so here we are, getting in the car. It's two minutes before England-Wales kicks off. We're late, my fault, do apologise. 15,
0: 16 minutes to Chris's house. How are you feeling, Michael? Um, I mean, I'd like to say nervous or excited, but honestly, neither. It just, this just doesn't feel like a World Cup yet again.
1: Oh, I wish I could disagree with you, but... But then the third group game of the Euros, that felt a bit inconsequential. Do
0: you remember we won 1-0? Did Saka score? Saka set it up and Sterling scored, maybe. I mean, I'm hoping a win here gives us a bit of energy and a bit of momentum. But I I, I don't know. We were just sort of saying before we got in the car, there is almost a kind of an inevitability of our performance in this tournament, like it's an algorithm. Like we've run run a simulation of the World Cup and we're going to lose to France in the quarters. That's what's going to happen. Cut to
1: 4-0 to Wales. Um, The other thing is, uh, I can't believe I'm asking this during the World Cup, do you want five live or do you want magic 100% Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) Magic 100% Christmas,
0: your perfect accompaniment for wrapping presents.
2: Walker in again, but only temporarily. Rice in. Kane plays it through and Rashford is stopped by ward what a good advantage for his goal that was really was a good save from danny ward he was out really quick off his line because the play from harry kane and rashford was exquisite really into bellingham lovely touch bellingham foden too high just for a moment there england looked too good so quick so sharp just trying to bend it into that far corner just leaning back slightly foden Rodon dealt with it before it reached Kane. There's Rashford now. Rashford couldn't go all Richarlison on us. You just said something, Chris. I said it's tense, isn't it? I just feel like I feel really tight and like a coiled spring. The whole, it really feels like the whole World Cup is on this. Do you know what I mean? Are we good? Are we rubbish? I still don't know. I feel almost totally calm.
1: I <laughs> um, half-time, nil-nil. The USA are
2: winning. and Chesney Hawks. Che- that, that's the big talking point, yeah, big, isn't it? Yeah, Chesney Hawks doing the halftime entertainment. How, why, what is that booking about? How have FIFA got hold of Chesney Hawks? Do you think
1: Hawks has had to put out a statement like <laughs> Robbie Williams
2: about, <laughs> <laughs> about the ethics of playing the guitar World Cup? How far do you think Chesney was down the list? Um, Are you going, you're going you're yeah. Dua Lipper, 100 names down, Tom Jones. Why is he not doing Poland? So there's like Chesney,
1: like at least there's a kind of... Because he played, he saved a penalty. It wouldn't it have been incredible <laughs> if halfway through he'd saved a penalty, then they brought out Chesney Hawks? Um,
0: how are you feeling, Michael? I'd say my biggest emotion right now is I'm really full from the pizza I've eaten. <laughs> <laughs> in in footballing terms, I'd, just, I'd say
2: apathy. Chris? Yeah, that, yeah, the pizza was a bad idea. <laughs> I feel so full up. That's really not helping the tension I feel. It, it brings up, really, the
1: absolute astonishment that... When Man played Arsenal in 2005,
2: they had pizza. <laughs> after the game, it was after the game, though, wasn't it? But still. Well, funny enough, like, sometimes I'm in the tunnel area at London Stadium, you see them bringing in, even now, pizza. I think it's carbs. I think it's carbs, yeah. I think they have carbs after a game. This is great behind the scenes. <laughs> What's the pizza look like? Good? Like, is it... Sorry, I've got to ask. Is it delivered? Like, are they bringing bo- delivery yeah. boxes? Like- or have they made the pizza? It looks like it's been made somewhere with some big silver like trolleys. So they, there's a there's a chef at the London Stadium that's making the pizza. They don't get ten in from Papa John's. Uh, it would be speculation on my part, but I think they're making it there. Yeah. Okay. Well, that shows how intense we're finding this game. <laughs> um, predictions. I think we're the better team, but this is classic one of those where you can just see where you could see Wales scoring. At this point, I still don't know how good we
0: are. I think we could nick this. I think we could nick it. Yeah, I think we'll limp to a victory and the goal will come in that middle ground of the second half where there's too long to get excited and that goal to carry you over. That will will leave equally deflated but top the group. (laughs) I think the other interesting thing is if the goal goes in,
1: there's going to be real friendly at Wembley in October vibes to the celebrations, I think. Because... Do you think England are following the USA-Iran game? No. I wouldn't say that. Do you think with ten minutes left, with three minutes left, if it's nil-nil, and if USA is still one-nil up, England will play the ball into the corner?
0: <laughs> Steve Lomas on the last day of the season, <laughs> oh, style. Dear, oh, You'll cut, you cut to the crowd and there'll be uh, transistor radios. <laughs> and you'll see it ripple through the stadium. <laughs>
1: Oh, well, I look forward to the second half. We'll, uh, we'll try and record more voice notes if anything happens. It just didn't feel like we had much to say during well, that.
2: I've got one question for you. Will there or will there not be a shot of someone listening to a transistor radio before the end of the game? No, I don't think, they've, <laughs> I don't think anyone in Qatar... Qatar is such a young country, they've never had a
1: transistor yeah, radio.
2: Yeah. If, you, if you went on the dial and just swooped the whole FM, there's nothing being yeah. broadcast. There'll be a guy with a Roberts, one of those retro Roberts... <laughs> I'm afraid that's all you get of this episode. To get the full episode, head over to the Quickly Kevin fan club. It's slice.com forward slash quicklykevin. There's over 5,000 minutes of extra Quickly Kevin content to be had, including an exclusive episode this month with Big Sam Allardyce. To join the Quickly Kevin fan club, head over to anotherslice.com forward slash quicklykevin.
0: Go Hit Hit hey,